0: And this brings us uh, to that point where we say good morning to our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela.
1: Again, share. What's on the map? I just sent <laughs> the Oh, my goodness. My Lorde Sandals, what happened?
0: Good morning, Twitter. You have absolutely no chill, Clive. After asking us not to go on about pirates lost the previous night, you have no qualms <laughs> about having a dig at sundowns i give up on you honestly i do but now that you've had your moment let's take a look at what the stocks are doing and then uh, asian stocks rebounding to 2008 highs and seemingly material shares leading the gains there clive
1: yeah, these material gains have been very, very strong. I mean, obviously, when you talk about material, you talk about basic materials, which China obviously exports a number of, and some of it they actually manufacture locally and, uh, and, then, and then export it out. So very, very interesting time, Sakina, so, you know, a lot of funds having uh, been underweight, and uh, hence um, we'll have to pay catch-up uh, as the Chinese stocks continue to rally. But here's the one thing that's very important to remember. We look at the MSCI Asia-Pacific, uh, which has extended its gains now to 07 What's key to this particular one is that we saw the U.S. data come out and its just industrial output slipped more than um, uh, what was expected. And so we reckon that because of that, a lot of people lost faith in the uh, in the stock market yesterday in the U.S., despite some of them doing relatively well. And they went back into the into the Asian market, and they, st- they still continue to show really, really strong gains. Just to give you an idea for Keynote, just this year alone, some of those stocks in the Asian markets have increased by almost 40%, which is quite remarkable. So uh, uh, no surprise at all why they're finishing in a high. The last time they saw those kind of gains was 2008.
0: Mm. And just looking at the latest numbers from China, and uh, th- it kind of shows that government is facing uh, quite a huge challenge there, Clive,
1: There are a number of fundamental problems, um, and that normally happens when an economy grows at a rapid pace and then you try to, modernize, uh, to, to moderate things and then now you put things into, uh, 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 into play that will help you to have that easy landing, uh, so that you can continue to sustain the growth in a longer period rather than having rapid growth. You'll know that in business most people will say you'd rather have your business grow um, organically rather than in a fast pace and then all of a sudden in one hurdle and then the whole thing collapses. So that's what China's trying to do but the same fundamental problems for example uh, we, you know some of them obviously that the, the gdp growth came in at it target in the first quarter slumping out in march a slide into deflation and expanding credit bubble that we've been talking about and there's underlying magnitude of this challenge of the economy continue to face uh, the Chinese government so we believe that the weeks ahead will see the government intensifying efforts uh, to support growth for example GDP growth came in at 7% year on year down from 7.3 but still in line with that remember that number we talked about around 7% target for the year <laughs> so those are the fundamentals that they face as China and it's a big ship so to slow it down easily so that they they, uh, they grow organically is going to always be a challenge
0: mm. and uh, Japan now here's an interesting story Klein yeah, yeah. Japanese prisons are turning into nursing homes. Mm. What's going on
1: there? (laughs) There are bandits there in Japan. (laughs) So what is happening is that uh, (laughs) there's a guy that we talked to earlier on this morning. He actually has gone to prison now seven seven times uh, since being 60. Uh, And the reason why is because they say the cost of living is much cheaper when you're in prison than outside. Remember, Japan has one of the oldest populations in the world. One in three of the prisoners in the population uh, in, in Japan Is older than 60 so what they're doing is instead of going back out into the real life they actually continue to do crime so that they can be put back into prison and by the time they reach 65 they are forced to become to go into the uh, prisoners nursing rooms So, so you're sitting there with this serious criminal mind who are unfortunately around the age of 70, 75 years of age. That is a very difficult thing. I think it's going to be difficult to plan an escape out of prison when you're living comfortably there already. Mm -hmm.